be great. It'll be great. No worries. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? Welcome to the 18th edition. Yes, 18. It's like... It's like I'm fucking legal out here. That's what it's like, okay? We had, like, the little 15 quinceanera type of situation. Then we had, like, a little sweet 16 thing. You got 17. Like, now we're here at 18. It's the 18th episode of the Sparks and Pores podcast. And I'm, like, it's, I'm, like, stoked. I'm super excited. Um, We have I Am here. We have Khalil Rousseau here. That's I right. am. That's yes. right. We're in the building. We're in the building. I am is in the building. And I can't forget to introduce myself. I'm sorry. That's how excited I am. Like, all over the place. But I am <laughs> the host and creator of this beautiful podcast. My name is Jaleesa Dove. And Khalil, thank you so much for being here on the Sparks and Pores podcast. Of course. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so, I am. I am. Yes. Kate Russo, a.k.a. Khalil Russo, um, owner of I Am Brand. And um, actually, I brought two members of my street team with me. I have Miss Royal here. Hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> I also have Miss Kay here. What's going on? So there are two members of my street team um, that, you know, rocking and rolling with me with everything that I do. Nice. Well, I'm glad to have the whole team here. Well, not the whole team, but just a little bit. You know, some of the team here. Welcome to the Sparks and Force broadcast. How was every, how was your day? How was you all's day? It was great. Yeah, I would say today was, very, today was very productive <laughs> throughout the rain. It was, it was very productive. Yes, that's good. Rain, rain will definitely make you, like, not want to do what you're supposed to do, but you got to push through. Definitely got to push through. <laughs> um, yeah, and D.C. has seen a lot of rain lately, like, the past couple of days. First of all, I don't know if it's just me or not, but I feel it's like... Like, people, like, okay, like, you know it's going to be a hard downpour, like, bring an umbrella. Like, yeah. are you, like, one of those guys who are like, oh, I don't need an umbrella. I get what in <laughs> Well, I used to, honestly, I used to be like that. But now, these days, I got one of the biggest umbrellas I've ever seen. <laughs> Walking down the street, my umbrella can hold three to four people. Yeah. I, I try to stay dry. Okay, you got to keep the I am dry. Exactly. Gotta keep... You got to keep the apparel dry. Okay. <laughs> I, am, I am dry. I am dry. That is right. I hear you. Well, let's get into these sparks because it's like a lot of shit going on just in the world and period. So, um, first of all, so congratulations to um, to Pusha T. Oh, yeah. Yay! He got married. He got married. <laughs> yes, so, that's a good thing. I thought that was really cute. Like, it was really nice. little chill. Malice was there. He officiated the wedding. So... I know, I know that was very <laughs> nice of him too. And then Pharrell was the best man. I thought the only reason why I know all of this because clearly I wasn't invited. <clears throat> but they like their program was really cute. It was like the faces of the wedding party was drawn oh, wow. out. Yeah, so they were like little characters. So it was really cute. You didn't see oh, it. Wow. Well, no, I, I, you I don't saw, care I saw, about Pusha T and his girl. Oh, I, I actually like Pusha T, <laughs> and I like Pusha T before the whole Drake situation. Mm. I've always liked Pusha T. Oh, okay. clips. On to just push his seat by himself. I Sweet. think his wedding was pretty dope. Like, um, I, I went to school in seven five seven, which is where he's from. So oh, okay. I actually bumped into him a couple times. I mean, he probably don't remember me, but just like, <laughs> I mean, he was, was always real cool. Like just seeing yeah. him riding around, or might see him at the mall. Like he was real like laid back, chill type of person. So. Um, I always like Pusha T. Yeah, I've met I met him one time. I was working this is when I was working with um at the radio station and I was doing overnights on the board and so I'm just sitting there like before the shift starts yeah. and like I'm just looking out the window and like I see a reflection out of the window and I'm like, hmm. So I turn around and I'm like, oh 
shit, that's Pusha T. That's pretty cool. And, like, I guess, like, since I had worked there for a while, like, you kind of, like, once you see, like, famous people, it's like, okay. Yeah. I, like, another they're right. Yeah, another one. Exactly. <laughs> but even still, I was like, hey, can I get your picture before my shift starts? <laughs> it was really cool. He had the braids and everything. So, uh, speaking of which, he did get them done yes. for the wedding. So, that's, like, definitely a good thing. Glad you it wasn't, like, a fuzzy. <laughs> You gotta Situation. give him kudos. He got braids in 2018, and he's still making them cool. Still, still, bruh, yes. But it's like I feel like shouldn't his hair like be? Maybe he gets it trimmed. I don't know because like I just feel like <laughs> he's at braids the entire time. So like his hair should be like down his back or something. Like <laughs> he I mean, his clip. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going right, on. yeah. The, the his hairstylist is stopping his hair from growing. <laughs> Um, so, not only that, but, like, Stevie J J and Faith Evans, like, so that was, like, a serious thing, like, I thought it was just, like, a love and hip-hop stunt, like, oh, Faith is on the show, like, you know, that's cute, but they're really... They're really a thing. They're They're real, yeah, they're, they're like, they're married, they're married, and I'm not, like, you... No? Okay, no, not with the shit. <laughs> it's just really interesting, like doing married people things. Y- yeah, doing married people things. Like they're on Instagram all wild. Um Hope she's ready to take on that child support. Groceries are that involved. part. That part. <laughs> I hope she's because, ready to take on that child support. Yeah. He ha- he has a lot of kids. Yes, he does. And, and he has a lot of back child support as well. <laughs> so I hope she's ready to take that on. Because mm. when you're married. Because when you're married, you oh, are yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to see what that video is going to look like. <laughs> That's all I want to see. And I low-key feel like Stevie J is singing in the back. I, I don't know what that's about. It did look like he was like, you know, giving a little, giving a little, but. Right, yeah. I'm interested to see how it come out. <laughs> I honestly am. It's going to be good. So, <laughs> like, um, do you, like, are you, like, a big movie fan? Oh, yeah. I love movies. I'm a movie buff all day. What's the last movie you went to see in the, the theater? Equalizer 2. So you did go see it. I did see it, and I loved it. So you contributed to the thirty-five point eight million on the opening. Yes, Denzel. I sure did. I sure did. Yes, Denzel. (laughs) I'm like I, I'm a little like tight because on the site, on the movie box site, they were like, "Oh, Equalizer two surprisingly beat out Mamma Mia." Here we go again, and I'm just like, first of all, like who wants to see a remake? Of Mamma Mia, like yeah. I mean, I love I don't musicals. Even know what Mama Mia is. I have no idea. <laughs> I know. The- <laughs> Therefore, Equalizer Two was definitely my my go to for this weekend. Yes, like <laughs> I action packed, and yeah. Denzel is like a straight badass in that oh shit. I didn't have time to go see it this weekend, but I'm definitely going to contribute to this week's box office numbers. Um, I would definitely say everybody. Go see Equalizer 2. Okay. Not just because it's a Denzel movie. It just was an all-around good movie. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to compare it to the first one because I feel like the original is always going to be better always. than the sequel. Always. But, like, I, like on all seriousness, it's, it was still it was a great movie. Like, yeah. action-packed. Denzel was a badass. Like, <laughs> I've never seen him just do what he do. <laughs> He's like a ghetto superhero. Like, it's, it's, it's real. Like, right, yeah, because so. he is about, like, saving people. Like, I saw yeah. the previews. And I remember the first... Yeah. Movie. I just thought it was like dope as shit where he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass in. The fact that he click, kills click. people without guns, like, I mean. <laughs> right, just straight hands. Straight hands. Like, um, you can't beat that, so. Yeah. Speaking of sequels, so I got the hookup too. Oh, it's coming out. Uh, is that like a bad, oh man? Because it is like, uh, what? Uh, that's, a, that's a straight to tape. And they don't even have tapes anymore, so. I guess that's straight, straight to, to bin. Straight to bin. Straight to bin. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's the 
I got to hook up two. I got to hook up one. Was like, all right, cool. Mm. Master P, Black Man, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thumb sideways. I mean, no, but I think it's. I mean, it's a good opportunity. I feel like for yeah, because DC Young yeah. flies in it. So yeah. that's why I feel like. I mean, that's good for him. You know, yeah, it most definitely. I want to watch, like, I enjoy, like, laughing at him, so I might check it out, but hopefully, like, Master P kind of had, like, his writers are together, you know what I mean, like... What I pay to go see, I got to go to? <laughs> Definitely not. What I watch, I got to go to? Definitely. Fire Stick, Netflix, <laughs> Straight to Bootleg, DVD. Straight to DVD, $5 <laughs> bin. <laughs> yes. You remember, so it was this movie that came out, it was, like, Little Duval and, um... Oh my gosh, who else was in it? Lil Duval, I think D-Ray was in it, but it was like, they did like some weed house type shit. Wow, see? Yeah. It was was It should have been a straight to Ben. However, it wasn't. It was in theaters, and I went to go see it. It came out in the movies? Yeah. (laughs) It came out in the movies, and I was like, why did I waste money to go see this shit? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, it was really bad. Like, it was about some stash house type shit, but they were like trying to sell weed. Oh, or whatever, man. yeah. It was, it wasn't hey, the best. It wasn't the best. Sounds like a low budget. Yeah, it, it was I mean, kind of like a low budget situation, but I mean, it was, it wasn't too bad. I support. It, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, you gotta support. You gotta laugh. I mean, laughing is good. Yeah. L- laughing is good. Um, Bert. So Birdman is going to the West Coast. Um, uh, not yeah, sure. I heard, I heard about that. Yeah. So, uh, what's that? Cash Money West. <laughs> Cash Money West. Who's with, supposed to be on that? Uh, well, so they sound. They so- sound. Mm-hmm. Honey. So they signed Savvy Third, Savvy S A V I I I Third. Again, no. I don't know who that is. But um, that's, I mean, I that's don't know. But that's great for, Well, is it because I mean, are you paying money, cash money East Coast? <laughs> like, let's get into that part. Like, yeah, how are you going to move out on the West? And we still haven't heard the Carter Five. We have not. But they did pay him his money, though. Yeah. Universal I, paid him like, $10 million. Right. Not yeah. Birdman, be clear. You know, but, Birdman, <laughs> right, let's be clear. Birdman. Birdman did not. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Birdman, like, even though people, like, this might be a little controversial, but mm-hmm. even though people knock Birdman, he's like a shysty, like, he's a shysty, smart businessman. Because if you, <laughs> no, and I, always say that, I always say this to say <laughs> that if you're able to get over on so many people, yeah, and no one is smart enough to like to know to what's take going you down. On. Like, <laughs> like no one was on top of that paperwork. Even in NWA, we saw Ice Cube was like, "Oh no, nah, Jerry, <laughs> wait, Jerry, up, I'm man. not, I'm not signing this, Jerry." <laughs> but it's like none of you were like, no one had any type of representation. Right. Like that's kind of crazy to me. So shout out to Birdman for, for right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody in cash money. Oh, that's so terrible. Well, hopefully, you know, Nikki does well with her album so she can make her own funds and yes. all that. Because yeah. all of that shit is under each yeah. other, right? Yeah, you know that's what crazy. I mean? But he eating either way, so. Jacque, what's his name, Jacquees? Yeah, Jacquees, he's, he's doing pretty well. Yeah, you know, so. he's out here singing keep songs him, and. Keep him coming. Yeah, I like the joint that he has with Trey Songs. That's really cute. Yeah, he has to have a gel, though. Yeah, so what do you think about um, 6 ix new song with Nicki Minaj? Um, Fifi. I saw like little snippets of it. I haven't actually uh-huh. heard the whole thing. Uh-huh. But I mean, from what I saw, it was cool. It I mean, was it wasn't cool. it wasn't something that I grabbed me that I was like, oh, yeah. I definitely want to listen to it. So the I only- like Six Nine as a person though. He think he, I think he's funny. Really? I think he's funny. Ah. He's ignorant funny. Oh, okay. But not like I wouldn't like not a music. <laughs> 
he's dumb as hell. Yeah. It makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he makes me laugh. Yeah, the only reason why I listened to it was because um, Nikki's part. I was like, okay. Like, I, I fuck with Nicki Minaj. I like her. But I felt, it's a, like, it's a nice song. I like it. How do you feel about, I have a question. It has a little, yeah, what's up? The, um, like, Nikki Cardi situation as far as, like, how Nikki is kind of, like, on a decline and Cardi is like on the <laughs> on the rise. Yeah, she's definitely on the rise. <laughs> what do you like? What do you think about that? I feel that I mean, I'm first of all like I'm happy as shit for Cardi B. Like yeah, for Cardi sure. B like 2018 like has definitely been her year her year her year like yeah. so when i first heard that cardi b was like even making music i was like the girl from love and hip-hop <laughs> yeah. and then i pulled up her mixtape and i was like oh shit and then she dropped another mixtape and i was like oh bodak yellow oh oh gosh so my whole thing is like they're both good in their own right it's like it's enough money out here for everyone definitely, definitely. cardi you get your money nikki you get your money um Bitches, stop being petty yeah. and get this money together because I feel like if they were on a song together, that shit would be dope. Yeah, I think they so were. too. I think that shit would be dope. They were. They were. Oh, well, see, if they, if they were on a song together and they yeah. wanted to be on the song together <laughs> and it was like back, no back, beef some, behind the yeah, song together. Back yeah, 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 yeah. None of that. That would be really good. But while we're on songs, your uncle, R. Kelly, he has a new song. Oh, my and- God. <laughs> Shaking my head. That's all I can do. Man. Shaking my damn head. My like, nigga, yeah. dog. First of all, the song is 19 minutes. Yeah. And I'm talking about like, like, for 19 minutes. Okay, I'll let you know because <laughs> my dumb ass sat there for 19 minutes and I listened to it. First of all, oh at 11 God. minutes and 37 seconds, I was like, R. Kelly, please. Like, what the fuck? Like, I have so much far to go. Like, so, these are some quotables. These are some of my favorite quotables. Because I was like, so, uh, one of the funniest ones in the song, he said, I admit I can't spell for shit. So, apparently, he's, like, illiterate because he also admitted that, like, when the Grammys asked him to read the teleprompter, he didn't specify, like, what Grammy it was, but he said that he couldn't read it. And I was just like, so you were just up there just talking out your ass? (laughs) Like, so I I have to, like, get on my Googles. How far (laughs) we've come. How far we've come. But but then it, like, really gets bad because, like, so the song is called I Admit. But he really doesn't, like, admit to anything. He was like, oh, y'all were in a cult? Really? Y'all couldn't eat? Really? He was like, oh, that shit is silly. I'm like, R. Kelly, like, this is not going good. And so then he said he's a broke-ass legend. Talking about how he doesn't have, like, rights to any of his publishing. Like, it's just really bad. And that... I guess he couldn't read that paperwork. (laughs) Well, that... If he could, he wouldn't be getting damn boozled. So, he would <laughs> Him being illiterate definitely shows on that. It definitely shows. But I was just kind of like, it was... And then he admitted, well, he said that, you know, when he was younger, from a child to 14, that he was, like, molested by a family member. Oh, wow. So, I mean, not saying that that should justify anything that he's been... Accused for it, right? Because he hasn't been like was convicted of any of the shit. He's just, you know, accused of it. So, but uh, R. Kelly, he just needs some help. Yeah, he needs some help. He needs some. And apparently, some some money. (laughs) (laughs) And some hooked on Fonny the tutor. 
help him with these contracts. He needs like, yes, yes, he needs a team. He needs a team like can, mine. Yeah, because somebody should be back there because he was also like in the song. What did he say? He was like, um, "Don't put your daughters in my face, saying it's okay, and then get mad." Like, okay. my yeah, nigga, awesome. like. If it's not 18, like, this episode, don't touch it. I mean, even still, I mean, 18 is legal, but, like, no, R. Kelly, come on, R. Kelly, no, oh, acceptable. my God. Not when you can almost have two grandkids. Yeah, not acceptable. It's yeah, we not. Don't, we don't support that over here at IM. It's a- <laughs> we give back to the children. We right. Don't take them. We don't take them. We, we, don't, we don't touch the children. We, we give, give back, we get back to, to the to children. Them. Definitely, definitely. This is really bad. I was just kind of like, oh, my gosh, R. Kelly, like, I just... This is the same guy, like, who did I believe I can fly? Like, yeah, yeah, he did. Gosh, he did. R. Kelly. Like, it's bad. It's really bad. We still love you, Uncle. But, gosh. We're praying for you. Yeah, we're def- we definitely are. And then he was, like, apologizing to his kids. Like, I'm not, oh my gosh, it's just really bad. Like, imagine, like, if your dad, like, your dad is R. Kelly, like, what? Damn. Kids are probably, like, getting tortured at school. Scar for life. Suck. <laughs> Scar for life. Yes. But, the internet is here with uh, with hive mind to help us get out of all of that. Kay, you agree? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everything. Do you do you know the internet? Are you familiar? Um, not really. I haven't really heard of the internet. Oh, they're new to me. Oh, I'm not informed. Alshay, so your your street team is definitely going to put you on. Um, because the internet, yes, the internet is definitely a band that you need to know, like. Ego death, and then you got Sid with Finn by Were herself. You for the vibes, just, just to it's yeah, it's well, the I'm vibes. I'm always open to checking out new music, man. I'm always open to new things. So, so what are I'm you? Up. What are you listening to right now? Hmm. Since man, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I I, I love Money Bag, Money Bag Yo. That's my man. Hmm. Um, I, honestly, I'm the type of person I listen to something over and over again until until I get sick of it. <laughs> like, like I listen to the same thing, same song, same album for like a week. <laughs> Weeks, Facts. like I don't need to know what's new. Like I'm gonna no. listen to this money bag, yo, the for a week, and then next week I might be on, who knows, like whatever I'm on. I might be on some R&B kick next week. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to Whitney Houston's greatest hits for <laughs> a week. This is fast. Which, which will never <laughs> die. By yeah, the way. you know what I mean. And it's like I like you, know, you. You like what you like, and I, when I like what I like, I just keep listening to it until I'm like oh, I'm sick of it. Alright, time. <laughs> what's, what's out now? Now I want to know what's out. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I, I do that like with older stuff, like. When I was listening to um, 6 ix Fifi song with Nicki, that made me be like, you know, oh, like, I'm so ready for her new album, but it's only like a few songs out on her new album. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, boom, I'm going to the pink print. Yeah. Like, so certain, like, you know, like, classics are like those really, really good albums, like, I can listen to, like, and it starts you over going, and yeah. over. Yeah. Now I gotta go back in time later. Exactly. Definitely. Like, even, it will even, like, make me, like, miss what is out currently because yeah. it's like you know what I mean because I'm concentrating on that so um Bobby Schmurder is getting out in 2020 oh, yeah, seen so that. that's some more good news after, dance. yeah after like <laughs> snitching on everyone he snitched on everybody well I mean Did in the song, to this song? Yeah, where, where, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry you, you were too busy. So you were too busy doing the dance. Yeah, you I didn't. was too busy doing the dance. dancing, so I wasn't really. I didn't hear about the, the snitching part. Yeah, cool. yeah. Throughout the whole entire song, listen to look at the lyrics, not listen to the lyrics. Well, yeah, listen to them and look at them. Oh, listen wow. and look. Yeah. My man said, "My man said I'm coming home." 
<laughs> he said he's coming home in 2020. He's coming home. Yeah, he's healthy. He's been pumping out his push-ups. Oh, wow. He's doing like a thousand a day, yeah, according. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I would hope so if he's snitching. Well, I mean, his homies are in there with him. Well, so. he'll probably be fighting him every day. You need to get his weight up. <laughs> gotta get his weight up. He's snitching. I would hope so. <laughs> you gotta get brawling. So, so, okay. Well, since you said that you haven't your own money back, y'all, then that means you haven't heard City Girls. Or do you have your... Well, well no. City maybe you girls. do know of the City Girls. So, they're on Drake's hit song, um, In My Feelings. No, I never even knew that. Two bad bitches ain't kissing in the rain, kissing in the red kiss. Oh yeah, I didn't know who they were. I thought that was yeah. some New Orleans people. I didn't know. No, Miami actually. That's funny. Really? Somebody else said that. Yeah, but you know, Southern. We got that twang. So yeah, I thought it was from New Orleans. Yeah, so Miami. So one of the girls from City Girl, JT, she's doing time as well, but they're still going to have some projects going on. So oh wow, yeah. So that's really some like some that. fun okay. news for you. But you should check out their mixtape too. No, I'm really definitely going to check it out. Definitely. So, I mean, so you must be on to a lot of Philly. Oh, yeah, of course. Me all day. Me home. Me home. Philly is clearly in the building, um, yes, everyone. Eagles, <laughs> Eagles, Flyers, Sixers. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, Philly. gosh. So, I know you was going ape shit when they fucking won. Oh, my God, was Super Bowl. I? <laughs> I, was in, I was actually in Atlanta at the time. Uh-huh. Um, I was in a bar. I think it was called, like, the Atlantis. Everybody in Atlanta, shout out to Atlanta too. Um, <laughs> I was in Atlanta and I bought the bar. I was like, "Hey, drinks! If we win this game, if we scored the next touchdown, because we was up by like I think like 14. Mm-hmm. I said I'm buying drinks for everybody. Just let's just say the next day I looked at my shit, at my card. I'm like, damn, what? crying. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it was worth it though. The Eagles, we never won, so I was like, I'm, I'm right, ready. Like, let's right. do it. Let's do it. So, it was a good experience, man. I was so happy, man. I had to miss the parade, unfortunately, because of work. Uh-huh. Shout out, to, but shout out to my city, man. Yeah, all day, Philly. Well, um. Thankfully, your um, mayor, uh, Jim Kenney, has, oh, he man, came to his even, senses. Don't even get on him. Yeah, man. because he was about to have everybody yeah. mad at him. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, apparently, like I've been hearing like a little, you know, things through the grapevine is he's like a big Trump supporter. Him and Trump are like friends or something like that. Oh, and you know, Jay had went out on a, you know, on a, you know, f Trump, you know, yeah, spray, fuck that nigga, so, yeah, fuck that. So long story short, he wanted to move the Made in America out of Philly. Right. But it brings so much money and revenue to the city. It was like, right. we can't really do this. Yeah, don't. Yeah, he met with the um, the chief officer, um, the chief, well, the chief operating officer for Rock Nation, Desiree yeah. Perez. And they had like a little sit down, talk, whatever. He's like, no, I love Jay-Z. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of Made in America. Sure. Right, yeah. Four million dollars in two days. That's two, exactly. two million dollars a day. Exactly. For the city of Philadelphia. And, and no offense, but who knows if they're going to win the Super Bowl again. So... Well, let's not say but- <laughs> we, we, were, we were doing well. Who knows? We were, we were doing well. <laughs> we were doing well. This whole interview. All right. <laughs> well, don't, 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 don't leave yet. I'm about to be on yet. some Birdman. <laughs> we were talking about Birdman earlier. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> is you finished or is you done? Is you done? Put some respect on my city now. I, I respect, but I actually haven't been to Made in America before. Oh, it's a good experience. I mean, me personally, it's not really my thing. But no, why not? It's like it's a I don't know. It's, crowd. it's, it's like a lot. It's, it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot like, Whitney. Like being from being from Philly, like um, like to see that it's kind of like very touristy. It's a lot of people just doing all types of outrageous shit. It's, just, uh-huh. it's, it's not for me personally, but it's a good time though. If you've never been, I would definitely say yeah. everybody go check it out. Yeah, I might. Well, the only reason why I have go. Well, 
one because i be doing other shit but like also my mom's birthday is around that time too so it's like I don't that's know. definitely worth it yeah i was thinking about it i mean maybe this year you know i don't know who's supposed to be there this year but yeah, it's always a good time to go it's always a good music festival yeah. have you been to like any concerts or anything like that this year we went to Broccoli Fest. Never again. Um, shout out to everybody mm. went to Broccoli Fest. Never again. <laughs> what never happened? Again. Never again. Um, what happened? Why? Why never? Was, was that your first one? First of all? Yeah, first of all, that was my first Broccoli Fest. I feel like every time okay. something becomes like you know we live in a trendy society, so we, everything yeah. as soon as something is trending, yeah, it's, it's like the thing to do. Yeah, you know, I heard Broccoli Fest for a long time was always you know it was a cool thing to do, but it wasn't like people Facts. from all over the country was coming to Broccoli Fest. Yeah, and like I had- kind of made it like like a skeptical like it, I was skeptical about. It. I was like, well. Like why is it so like so hype? And then going there, mm-hmm. it wasn't all that it was hyped up to be. Mm-hmm. Like number one, the lineup, Nipsey Hustle, no shade. I think he's a cool person. I'm yeah. like, I like his message and what he represents. Uh-huh. But his performance was terrible. Oh, um, didn't really mess with his performance at all. Uh-huh. Um, Cardi B performance was cut short. I mean, the best one was Miguel. That's my man. I love but, Miguel. <laughs> Miguel oh my was gosh. the best performance. Yes. But honestly, it just wasn't. It wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. For, yeah. You know, the price, the tickets, like. People yeah. was up there passing out. I mean, it was passing out. What? Yeah, I guess it was high. I mean, you know, people just they live it's a marathon, baby. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a marathon. marathon. <laughs> it's definitely not a sprint. They, they were sprinting. They, they were definitely sprinting. Those all day festivals <laughs> like that. Yeah, but yeah. I would definitely agree. Like, um, because I had I've been to Broccoli. Well, I didn't go this year because yeah. I was like, um, what I won't do is pay 200 plus yeah. for a 40 dollar ticket that you probably paid every year before yeah when it first started it was 25 dollars a ticket which was worth it this year not no, like it. I said, but when we, like I said, we live in a trendy society. So as soon as something starts trending, yeah, sometimes to me it, it starts to lack a little bit of value mm-hmm. because so many people it's, it's becoming oversaturated. Yeah, Broccoli Fest to me wasn't it wasn't worth it. I would never go back. Yeah, it was very unorganized. It was Ooh. just it was, it was terrible. Ooh. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> sounds like I've been to my broccoli festivals uh, <laughs> 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 as well. Yeah, because I don't like I don't, I don't like that either. Yeah. Like I like when shit is like low key when a yeah. lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, it's just the homies. Yeah. yeah, but then like when it's because I kind of felt the same way about Trill Grill this year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, last yeah last year. For, from my understanding, was the first Trill Grill. Mm-hmm. And, like, last year, like, they had photo booth, like, Manny Fresh was there, like, VIP was popping, like, it was nice, VIP yeah. had a tent situation, yeah. like, it was really cool. This year, it was at RFK, which, I mean, I wasn't mad at the venue, but, like, it wasn't full, like, it wasn't packed. Yeah. The VIP area was very very like it, 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 it just wasn't done up how it was last year like yeah. last year you could sit like this year I was like sitting on the sidewalk yeah. and then like another thing <laughs> hello like we are in the year like the era of photo booths like what is an event without a photo booth I was legit like where's the photo booth like did what like what did we swap out for a photo booth yeah. and I saw like this bull riding thing and I think that's oh, yeah. what they swapped out cancel for a that. photo booth yeah cancel, cancel that bull. bring back the booth yeah, bring back the, the photo booth yeah so I definitely know what you mean about trendy and and things like that so sometimes you know that can get annoying but yeah. you know we do what we can so let's get into this pour so you, I am, Khalil, That's right. Rosal, I am, um, Roscado. 
Now, when you first, so, when I first was like, so, you know, because I want to make sure my guests are comfortable, you know. want to make sure you got your pour, you got your spark, you got what you need to, you know, to get you there. Of course. And so, you sent it to me, and I was like, Briscato. I was like, did he mean Moscato? So, <laughs> so, I was like, was that a mistype? I don't know. Because I had never heard of it before. Oh, so, then I was like, okay, well, let me make sure. I was like. Did you mean Roscado? That's why I hit you today. He was like, yeah, that's it. Correct. Boom. See you at seven. I was like, all right, boom. There it is. So so I go in the store and I'm just like, um, please have this like out in the open so I can see what it is because I have no idea what I'm looking for. So, Roscado. Yes. What's, what, what's, the, what's the sitch on that? Like, right, how'd so, you get um, to that? So we say this. Um, I honestly, I was the same way as you when mm-hmm. I, someone had told me. So I had like a little date one night. Um, mm. A friend of mine was like, you know, yo, this is a good wine. It's you know, it's very smooth. Da 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 da. This how you gonna you get know, it right? Yeah, you know, all of that. Netflix, <laughs> Netflix and chill, fire stick and chill, whatever. Okay. So um, no, so um, she was like, you know, she tried this this wine. I drink uh-huh. it all the time. It's called Riscata. Okay. And I'm not really a big dark wine drinker. I've always been sweet. Muscato. Yeah, ditto. You know, Me too. Stuff like that. But she was like, I'm telling you, try this Ruscato. And I'm like, Ruscato? What the hell is that? Yeah. So I thought she mistyped it too. So I went in the store and I'm like, oh shit, this is it. She's like, yeah, it comes in a black bottle with the red top. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And when I tried it, it was amazing. Like, so smooth. It tastes like grape soda. You need to be, so. Boom. Shout out to everybody. Get that Roscato. Hey. Roscato with an R. <laughs> Roscato, yes. And it's not a typo. Like, yeah. you're spelling Check the right out. thing. Yes. Well, I, Cheers um, so, so, uh, Khalil and Whitney, they're on the Roscato tonight. And then Kay and I, we, Jack Daniels. Can't go wrong. That good old Tennessee whiskey, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> helps knock out colds, too, so. Okay, uh, drink up. Shout out to the Jack Daniels. Hi, hi. <laughs> right. So, let's get into while we're really here. Okay. What we're really here about, which is you and I am. Yes, yes, yes. So, I am. When did this begin? When did this oh, brand man. begin? All right. So, um, basically, it all started, uh, I would say around August, September of last year. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, I'm a real estate agent. I do that. I'm, I, I kind of am a man of many. I wear many hats. All right. So um, being a real estate agent, um, I wanted to always do something to brand myself and market myself. That's one of the first things that we learned. Mm-hmm. And um, in doing that, I wanted something tangible to give to my clients. So I said, you know, what can I give people that represents me that is something that every time they see it, they'll think about me. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine who's an artist, this is just kind of like the background story. Of yeah, absolutely. Here. Let's get um, it. A friend of mine who's an artist, shout out to Leppy. Um, don't ask any questions. Her name's Leppy. Okay. So anyway, shout out to Leppy. Shout um, out to Leppy. Doing her thing. <laughs> so anyway, she, um, I was like, you know, draw something that embodies who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. It's something that has something to do with real estate, but doesn't necessarily scream it. So she drew up the logo for me, which was a bear, because everybody says I remind them of a teddy bear. Uh-huh. Um, he's wearing a crown because everyone that knows me knows I think I'm the king. Okay. Um, he's holding a house key for the symbolism of real estate. And um, so basically, once the logo was done, I had to think about what, again, can I give tangible to my clients, something that they would like. Um, but I've always wanted something like fashionable because a, mm-hmm. uh, like a clothing line is not something that I intended for it to be. Okay. It was just something that I was like, I've always liked clothes. Like I, I like to think I'm a pretty fashionable guy. Uh-huh. So, um, I was like, you know what? And I'm not really a big into hats like that. Okay. Uh, especially fitted. That was never my thing ever. 
Um, so <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me try. Let, let me try this. So um, I reached out to a couple people, um, and they were like telling me like some of the things that they've done. So it kind of like hats kind of became like the thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, um, I started doing hats. Once doing hats, the reception to it was so crazy that like I only did it initially just to give out. Right but to your clients, were, yeah, to my clients. Okay, but people were so receptive to it, like oh da da da. And I and I was like, you know what? Um, again, knowing that I was trying to brand myself, I had to do something that that was a representation of who I am. Yeah. So, again, saying like I am, it's it's so prevalent. In yeah, that you definitely. Say. Yeah. And I was like, well, damn, like I love I am, I mm-hmm. am, I am. And I said, well, who am I? Um, and I am my name. I'm me. So I named it. So I started off, you know, with I am Khalil Russo, and I'm like, no. It doesn't have that. That it doesn't. It that, doesn't give it to it, me. Yeah. It doesn't get. It okay, give it to me. Yeah. So I had a friend of mine shout out to Marcus. He said, "You know what? Drop the drop the Khalil. Just do K Russo." And it had a twist to it. I was like, "You know what? It sounds good." So that's kind of like where we ran with it. And I've always, like I said, I am to me it was so powerful to say, and um, and saying who you are, which I am myself, mm-hmm. and it kind of started to, and it became a, kind of a movement. So a lot of people that would actually buy the product from me, buy my hats. They started doing videos, I am videos, oh, telling okay. me who they are, what, what who they are, what they're about, mm-hmm. and what it means to them. And and again, it just it, it just be, began to evolve more and more to where I am became a movement where it's about you being who you are and living your truth. So that's kind of like the the direction it went in. And since then, we've just been growing and growing since wow. October, since September to October. Whereas now we have like, as you can see, I got this shirt, yeah, shorts, hats, polos. Like sweatsuits, yes. like we're we're just we're doing a lot, and we're getting booked, you know, all over the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, got some um, potential opportunities in like the, the the South. So I mean, it's just like it's something that's growing, and I think a lot of people are, are connecting with it simply because it's something that they can identify with and get behind. Totally, like you being who you are, me being a brand, and me being who I am mm-hmm. is just representing everyone who they are. So I am K Russo, yeah, but we're all K Russo. Because we all are who we are. And as long as you say the two words, I am, mm-hmm. whatever you put behind them is what you become. Totally. Yes. So. Snaps with that. We're going to take a little sip of the drink for that. So that's how, that's, totally. how, that's how I am became. Totally. Well, that definitely makes sense because, so when you told me, you were like, because like you said, you do wear many hats. Educator, real estate agent, entrepreneur, yes. like... You're out here, and that is awesome. And I feel especially, like, in this day and age, like, you have to have something more. Like, okay, what else is there? So when I was looking at your your shirts and your hats, I was like, okay, there's a teddy bear. I was like, is that a house key? (laughs) So I'm I'm glad that you explained that because that does, like, like you said, it embodies who you are, but it's not like, this is real estate. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's so much more than just real estate mm-hmm. because I'm so much more than just one thing right and that's something that I advocate to like uh, my students to everyone I come in contact with always be more than just what, what people see you as always be more than just one thing mm-hmm. you should not only want to diversify your income which is something that I preach as well but <laughs> diversify who you are as a person mm-hmm. like don't be limited to one thing don't ever feel boxed in or that you are what society puts you as me being a black business is something that I even tell like my team, I tell everyone, I don't like to be boxing as a black business. Yeah. But knowing that the reputation that comes with being a black business, I try to break that mold every day. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm trying to show people that even though I am a black man running a business, I'm a businessman who is black, not necessarily a black business. Yeah. So even though I and and, I, and if and if people see me as that, I wear that proudly because I'm gonna show you that 
black businesses can be professional. Right, yeah. Black business can have customer service. Black businesses can be all the things that any other business is and, and does every day. Yeah. So let's not try to box us in or, or live up to a stereotype when every day I try to break that mold and break those stereotypes. Yeah. So... Well, I am. I, I <laughs> well, I love that part because even, you know, when, you know, people are like, oh, I want to get into having my own business. Okay, that's good. But like you were saying, breaking that mold of being a black business or a black owned business, like, don't come here because we're a black owned, like, come here because we're a great business exactly. and we're on top of our work and we do what, you know, what we have to do to extend ourselves and to get out there so when you when you first brought i am to the i guess to the real estate and you started to get this boom like was it from your clients that like was was the hat kind of like your business card or was it Um, like oh you bought a house so let me (laughs) and that's the crazy thing again initially like it's so crazy how you can have a plan Mm -hmm. you can plan for everything in life but how things can alter and plans can change so again, initially my plan was to give to my clients. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to market me, like, oh, that's oh, that's Kate, that's Khalil, that's the real estate guy. Yeah. But because it, it turned into something a lot more, it, it never really. My clients weren't really my biggest consumer. <laughs> it was and everyone honestly, outside. Everyone else. Yeah. Like my friends would just see like, oh, what that had is so dope. I want it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Give me some. Give me some money for it. <laughs> and then like just having to learn like price points and things like that. How yeah. to order inventory, and it's something that I encourage everyone. Everybody is not an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. I and I don't try to make people entrepreneurs. If a nine to five is your thing, by all means do that. But know if you are going to be an entrepreneur, and if you are a person of color, you have you have a standard to live up to. Definitely, and I feel like you should you should wear that proudly. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, customer service and professionalism is something that I live off of every day. Yeah, because I know how so many people will view me being a black man on running a business, owning a business. That you have to uphold a certain level of service just to be on the same playing field as someone else. Yeah. I never ask anyone to support me because I'm black. Mm-hmm. I ask you to support me because I have quality product that is that, that with quality customer service and I'm gonna give you what you paid for yeah. every time. So when it when it came to your price points, like did you ever feel like, ooh, I'm charging too much or you know, was it like, no, this is like, because, you know, people, they'll yeah. come, they try to of talk course. you down, like, of come course. on, come course. on, okay, you, you <laughs> we from the, you know what I mean? So. And that's something, and that's something that I'm glad you touched on that. Um, being Before I was an entrepreneur, just like being a consumer mm-hmm. solely, um, my friends would do something similar to it, but again, and I'll touch on that like briefly, but again, their customer service, their professionalism wasn't where it should have been. Mm. But a lot of my friends in the past try to start things, and I'd be like, oh, this is too high, like, we got to bargain this down. But after doing it myself and realizing the energy, the effort that I'm putting into these products mm-hmm. and making sure that people are getting quality products, like, and this is no shade to anyone. I know people that sell t-shirts. They get them from their Hanes t-shirts and they have a press and they put them on there. My hmm. t-shirts are quality t-shirts that you can't just buy in a, a free so these aren't, yeah. Like, these, aren't, these, aren't, these aren't Hanes t-shirts. But this, again, there's no shade to anyone. Get yeah. the money how you get it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, again, living in a trendy society, I can give you the, the worst quality product. But it sells because of my name. Right. Um, but, again, that's something that I try to break the mold of and give you quality products with the name. Yeah. Um, and, like I said, ultimately, it's just about, like, knowing being an entrepreneur, doing what I'm trying to do, and breaking that mold. I have I have a level of service that I try to, to give to people. And, and my price point being where, where it is, mm-hmm. like, some people do say, oh, this is kind of high. Mm-hmm. And these same people, which is why I said I wanted to touch on this, right. are the same people that buy Gucci, Louis. <laughs> they buy all these right, brands that yeah. publicly, publicly came out and said, I don't make my products for you. 
that you people are tarnishing the name of my brand. Mm-hmm. And yet someone who looks like you, who stands for what you stand for and try to break this mold and show you that, no, this is quality product just like Gucci. This is quality product just like Louis. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's somebody that you know that you can touch, that you can talk to that is producing this product. Yeah. So whether or not you support me, it's here or there. But I encourage everyone to get behind someone like me and not because I'm black, but because I'm a business that's doing it and doing it the way it should be done. That so, happens to be black. Yes. Just so happens. It's like an extra, extra sprinkle into it all. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, this is something that I feel like people should think about when they're thinking about price points or when something costs a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like a new era hat can be $30. Yeah. So, if someone that's an entrepreneur is selling a hat for 27 or $20, for example, you know, I had someone recently tell me I can get a hat for like eight ninety nine online. And I said, well, I appreciate that. But if you're willing to purchase, um, I'd, I'd appreciate it. But if not, understandable. Right. Nothing discourages. I feel like you should. You can't allow anything to discourage you. Hell no. Nah. So. Definitely I mean, not. Ultimately, like I said, I am is a brand. Mm-hmm. I am is a lifestyle. And if you get behind it, you won't, you won't ever, ever be disappointed in what you're getting. Sweet. So with you saying that. You know, good quality. How this is well. First, let me ask this because you're you're doing a lot of first um, yeah. first yeah. interview. Yes. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to Sparks of Force. But also, Sparks. is this your first like brand, like apparel brand? Yes. This okay. It's my first. This is my baby. It's my baby. It's my first everything. Nice. Which is why I said um, I talk so much about professionalism, mm-hmm. customer service, because. Knowing that my name is attached to this brand. Yeah. Like, I want this brand to be bigger than Tommy Hilfiger, bigger than Ralph Lauren, bigger than Perry Ellis, whatever name you grew up on or you currently <laughs> wear to this day. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, we have me and my team, we have the capability to make this be one of the greatest things ever. Mm-hmm. But again, knowing that you have to st- break that mold and stay true to what you're trying to do in order to become successful, that's what it's about. So when you when it came time to find your, um, would it be a wholesaler? Yeah. Yeah. So like, how, how what was that process like? Like, how did you, you know, what I mean, find those people to help you to um, produce? Honestly, everything. I mean, whether you believe in God or not, that's here or there. But honestly, it's all been a blessing, honestly, because everything has been kind of like trial and error. Mm. Again, I don't come from someone telling me, like, go here. This is what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I came from, like, learning through trial and error. Yeah. So being, this is my first brand. This is my first business. Um, I kind of learned on the way. Like, I I reached out to different vendors through different websites. Like, Google, honestly, it was my best friend. Use your Um, Googles, people, okay? (laughs) They will get you. Use Use your Googles. They will get you far from (laughs) where you're going in life to literally. (laughs) So, um, honestly, Google was my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did a lot of trial and error. I would search different websites, look at different price points. Again, not knowing what price points should look like. I'm just kind of guessing, like, well, if I need 100 shirts at... $5 $5 a shirt, that's $500. Do I have $500 to spend on, on shirts? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everything I said is a learning experience. And, and as you do it, you you test the product. You know what you're looking for because you know what you buy. Yeah. If you shop at H&M, you know what type of quality H&M shirts are. Mm-hmm. If you want H&M quality shirts, then that's what you're going to, that's what you're looking for. Um, so, basically, like I said, it was a learning experience. Google was my best friend. And um, that's kind of how I started to find, like, my wholesalers and mm-hmm. different manufacturers to manufacture my product. And in doing that, relationships are everything. Yes. So the people that produce my clothes, I have a very good relationship with them. I'm a, you know, a, a repeat customer. 
and they they tend to look out for me a lot better. They give me the best prices. They give me great quality, and um, that's basically how it happened. And like I said, it was a blessing overall because I don't know how I found them. Again, it was just a <laughs> random Google search. <laughs> And from cool. there, it's, just been, it's been great quality and great service from there. Yeah. <laughs> Google will definitely take you places, so that's what's up. Have you, like, met them personally yet, or is that something that you're looking forward to do, um, you know? I haven't, you I, honestly, I haven't met them personally. We, mm-hmm. we, we talk every day. We actually we were talking before I came here. So oh, sweet. Nice. We're, we're constantly talking. We're constantly in communication, just um, developing new products. Mm-hmm. Um, everything you see from my clothing line to my website, I personally design. Um, I have a, I have my hand in everything from Love where the teddy bear is placed, how big the teddy bear is, mm-hmm. what the script looks like, um, where the script goes. Like every product that I produce, I have a hand in it. So um, we, we we work together constantly on developing new things. And, you know, for the fall line that's coming out, be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, what do you have coming up for the fall line? So for the fall, I'll have polos, female and male track suits, okay. jean jackets, and bombers. And we're looking to add some more products to that as well. But for sure, those are the things that we'll have for the fall line. Awesome. So how do you, like, do you just base it off of what kind of, like, how you like your style to be, like, in the fall? Like, for me, for example, like, in the fall. Like, I like the fall because boots and layering. Yes. Boots. And I love hats. Like, yeah. I'm bald, so, like, I get cold easily. <laughs> And so I'm like all about hats. So like, yeah. So how do you like choose like, okay, this should be a part of the fall, well, spring? I feel like having a COVID line, um, you want something that represents you and your style and your fashion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't get so stuck on that that you ignore what society has and what every what it, what is trendy, what it, what everyone else wants to wear. Mm-hmm. So I kind of incorporate a little bit of both and compromise on that. Okay. So I know what I like to wear, and I like to, again saying that I think I'm somewhat fashionable. <laughs> I go with the times. Yeah. So um, knowing that. Um, I kind of just like, you know, I go with what's trending. Mm-hmm. If if, if di- distressed jeans are trending and I'm producing jeans, then that's what I'm on. Gotcha. If, if, if baggy jeans are coming back. Uh, we're, I hope we're, not. We're, yeah, I hope not either. <laughs> if they come back, then we're, we're baggy jeaned out. Um, if that's what we're producing. Um, right. But honestly, I mean, you got to go with the trends. And, and knowing that, you know, if you're going to be trendy and you're going to be fashionable and this is what's in, mm-hmm. then you want to, you know, you kind of want to go towards, you know, when you want to go, you want to go towards that. You don't want to go too far left. Yeah. But you want to stay on track with that. And I mean, I, I try to just give people what the people want, not yeah. necessarily what I want, because I typically tend to go with the people. So That's for the good. most part, it's not really, I got incorporate a little bit of myself um, in everything that I do. And he again. has women on his team. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I and know y'all got some. Like the way her man like I know. Look. Okay. <laughs> so. I know my ladies are putting in some input. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what's up. So not only you know are you selling apparel, but you're also vending at different events. You said that you're yes. booked and busy already. I That's mean, correct. legit. Probably had to pencil me in. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> so up and down the East Coast. So like, what have you? You've done some. So I so, saw in New York the Entrepreneur Expo. Yes. You also have uh, Feed the Streets yes. in Richmond. So like, talk about some of those. So events. um, so basically. I would say, like, again, I, I touched on this earlier, something that we talked about is building relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through building relationships with different people, um, you know, people tend to move. Like you said, you're originally from North Carolina. I'm originally mm-hmm. from Philly. So people tend to move, and I, I build a lot of relationships with a lot of people that I've come in contact with. And knowing that the relationships that we built are so genuine to the point where if someone sees that I'm, like, they see that I'm, I hope you have a clothing, he has a clothing line now. Mm-hmm. Let's, I want you to come out. We have an event coming up. I want you to be a vendor there. And that's kind of, like, how it started. And from there, it's just kind of been, like, 
a blessing. Like, we're booked here, we're booked there. Um, someone might see it, they like what we're doing. And again, mm-hmm. I feel like customer service and professionalism speaks for itself. Yeah. Knowing that you see how someone moves, even if we're considered an urban brand, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I don't, again, want to be boxed in as, as urban or, or as anything. I want to be, I'm just a brand. Yeah. So I'll have a little bit of everything. I'm going to have dress socks next year. I don't know. You know, uh-huh. I, might, I mean, we might. So at the end of the day, um, seeing that people saw that and I guess, you know, like I said, a blessing came and next thing I know, we're here. We're in New York. We're in New Orleans. We're, you know, like um, in a couple of weeks, we'll be in New Jersey. Right. Um, What's going on there? The Hair okay. Expo. Okay. Then at the Hair Expo in Jersey. Follow me on Instagram. You'll see that. So, um, I mean, constantly we, we constantly have things going on. We'll be in New York in September. Um, once a month, we host a happy hour in D.C. at a bar called Wicked Bloom. Okay. Um, so we're just constantly working, man. Just constantly trying to get it out there and brand it. And we also have a fundraising event coming up, a back to school drive on September first. Nice. And we'll be locking down a venue for that. So be on the lookout for that as well. So with the is that just like I mean, not your regular or typical, but like for the back to school drive specifically, what are you looking for? Because some uh, DC and I mean I guess DMV schools, you know they have they started going back to school. Yeah, y'all they, do year round schools up here. Yeah, yes. they do. But, oh, um, okay. Okay. So, I mean, the concept of a back-to-school drive, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, because that's something that we do, we, like, we went back and forth about, mm-hmm. is that regardless of whether it's before or after, if it's, like, kids will always need things. Definitely. Like, and to always be, like, one of the biggest things that I want to do is, is definitely outreach. Okay. Um, and just, like, being a philanthropist, I feel like giving back is one of the, like, knowing from, coming from situations in life where I feel like we all could have been one check away or you know one one bad decision yeah. away from, from being with some people are at a disadvantage mm-hmm. so one of the biggest things that i am um is always going to do is get back to the community and um doing that um doing a back to school drive and it'll potentially be after some some kids go to school some kids won't necessarily be in school until okay. after labor day okay. just depending on where you live mm-hmm. but um i wanted to do something where i can get back to the kids that are less fortunate yeah um or just people in need um at the end of the day whether it be you need a book bag, you need some loose leaf paper, you need some pencils, mm-hmm. um, just simple things that, that like they can see us and what we're trying to do and making a difference in, in today. Because I feel like it's, it's essential and it's necessary. Yeah. Me being a, a black male, mm-hmm. um, someone of color, Speak on it. Um, a lot of people that look like me don't have people that are looking like me, me being a, a black male or any type of male role models that are doing things coming from where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm from North Philadelphia. It's a lot of people that don't make it out and be able to do the things that I'm trying to do or the things that I've done up to this point. Mm-hmm. So knowing that to give back and for them to see that, I feel like that's important. So um, I'm always going to give back. I'm always going to look out for the community. And that's one of my biggest initiatives. That's what's up. So have you like had the opportunity to do any drives back home yet? No. Or Again, like I said, more so bending with opportunities. Us, yeah. With okay. us being fairly new, mm-hmm. uh, we're not even a year old. Um, it's like a lot of things are new for us. This will be our first community initiative. Nice. This will be our first community okay. event, so I'm really excited about that. And um, like this is, so this is every, a lot of firsts. First a lot company, of firsts. First brand, first <laughs> so this is the first man. I'm excited for it. So yeah, definitely. So what? Speaking of first, that first purchase when so when when you got that email like someone has just bought a t-shirt or no, it was actually hats. So it was, like, it was yes. hats first. Yes. So someone has just bought a hat. Like what was that feeling like? Oh man, honestly, I feel like, and I'm gonna say this because it's just so real for me. Mm-hmm. It's surreal to this day. Yeah. Um, 
like I get pictures now um, with our with us growing constantly mm-hmm. of like people like oh like a random person might have ordered a hat I don't even know and someone <laughs> would be like oh I was out in Tennessee for example and I see somebody <laughs> with your hat I'm like what like yeah. it's so surreal for me because again this is something that I didn't start to to grow into what it what it what it has become right it's just something that that kind of is trendy I guess and it's taken off and a lot of people they like it they're receptive to it and I mean. I, it's just it's surreal, honestly. From the first purchase to every to the purchase that happened today to, every to yesterday, purchase. it's yeah. just like like you really like my shit. Like yeah. this is like this is serious. <laughs> like you really like my stuff. Man. <laughs> Again, like I said, because at first it was like my friends are buying it. Oh, they're they're going to support, right? Your right. Yeah. Support. And luckily for me, thank God I have, I have a nice amount of friends. So <laughs> I made a nice amount of purchases initially. But yeah. when people were like, "No, like I really like your hands. I think they're dope," and I'm like, "Really? Like." You do? And it's like, so <laughs> yeah. to me, it's, it's surreal every day, man. Um, I wear it all the time, mm-hmm. as you can see. Um, yeah, I'm, you got to support I, I'm yourself. I am from head to toe. Okay. Um, but I mean, and again, I wouldn't wear anything that I that I wouldn't want to wear. Mm-hmm. So I would never want just someone to buy something because of me. I want you to buy it because you think it's dope. Sweet. So especially, uh, oh, fuck. I hate, don't you like hate when you have like, a, like it's right there and then it just, Goes away. Goes away. It goes away and it floats into the atmosphere. Hmm. Okay, so let's ask this question then because that one clearly just went somewhere, but hopefully it comes back because it was really good. So, as because okay, so you have your street team and they they kind of put that fire under your under your ass, and then also having people. This is a question. So having people, does that also help you to motivate? Because it's like, okay, now I have the hats. Okay, so what am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to do next? Like, well, honestly, and this isn't to take anything away from them at all. Mm-hmm. I'm a self motivator. Okay, I'm my biggest critic. Mm-hmm. I'm my biggest fan. I'm my biggest everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I, I hold myself to a certain standard. So in order for me to be successful or even to get to where I am today, again, no one gets to where they are by themselves. They are essential. They are pivotal to my success. But knowing that I have to lead them, I have to hold myself to a I have to hold myself accountable as well. Mm-hmm. So they hold me accountable. But at the end of the day, I have to hold myself to the ultimate accountability because I'm, I'm the driver of the car. Right. Yeah. So if I fall asleep, we're going to crash. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they can try to wake me up, but. At the end of the day, I still have to drive. So knowing that um, I own that wholeheartedly, I don't mm-hmm. mind. Like being a leader is something that I embrace because I feel as if and I know, I believe that I can take us to the finish line and we'll get there and we'll and we'll be great. So, I mean, ultimately, like I said, my team is essential to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like my family. But at the end of the day, I know that I have to still lead them. So accountability is across the board. Sweet. So, how did you all like even hook up? How did I me? Mean, how do you work? Find your street team. Work. work. Okay. Yeah. Work. Okay. Work. So yeah. you all work together. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Okay. Sweet. That's what's up. And so, I mean, he came to you with this idea, and no, it was kind or... of funny. So I was going through some, uh, I guess you could say, growing pains. Uh huh. Everyone um, has them. So basically, I was going through some growing pains, and it was some ideas that I had, and I felt like. You know, for so many people to tell me how much they like my products, you know, um, I don't understand why, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not Sean John. We're not, whatever, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Why well, we're not up there yet. Exactly. Yeah, what's so going on? I had to realize that it was something, that it was, again, 
I had to evaluate for myself and say, you know, no one gets there by themselves. Mm -hmm. So what can you do or what do you need to surround yourself with in order to take you to the next level? Mm -hmm. So having people that are just as passionate about your brand, um, because I don't like, and I tell them all the time, this is not just me. This is us. We're us. This is an hour. This is our brand. Mm -hmm. So knowing that um, you need those people in order to become successful, you need a team. Yeah. Nobody does it by themselves. You Very can't true. get there by yourself. You won't be successful by yourself. And if you do become successful by yourself, which tends to rarely happen, <laughs> it's hard to sustain that by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So knowing that, like I said, they're, they're pivotal to my success. So Nice. Yeah. Well, definitely appreciate the team. Uh, Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, especially for putting this together. Yes. Because, I mean, with you know, he you all work together. And he yeah. all, you know, We're you units. all need each other. Yeah, you're definitely a unit. So that's also a great thing. So let's, so this is the first, so let's like do some other firsts that you have experienced as well within this first year of I Am. <laughs> so along with it being your first episode. Um, so what challenges have you faced within this first year? Because I mean, with all ups, oh, there are man. definitely downs. <laughs> Everything is not always Ooh, sweet, baby. It ain't. It ain't. Because that all that also helps to make I am who you are. So, you know what? Um, um, man. Um, some of the <laughs> challenges. I would say uh, one of the biggest challenges was um, I guess filtering through people. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had opportunities to work with other people. Yeah. Um. And some of them I felt like weren't genuine opportunities or mm. they weren't they weren't necessarily behind the brand and my and what I believe. They were more so looking for a payout. Oh. Um, and knowing like I said that, you know, you're gonna meet people and we live in a trendy society, so when mm -hmm. someone sees something that they believe or is, is starting to trend, yeah, a lot of people wanna hop on that wave. Get on that bandwagon. Of course. Uh -huh. And so that was I feel like one of the most challenging things was you know, being able to decipher or, you know, differentiate from people that are genuinely interested in helping you grow your brain mm -hmm. and people that are just like kind of like, you know, ticks or, you know, vampires and just looking for a come up. And just for a come up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, that's something that I had to like genuinely had to like try to f filter through yeah. because you'll get a lot of that. Um, mm -hmm. Even now I get people, you know, who approach me. You. Yeah. And I mean, and by all means, I'm, I'm always willing to take people on and, but I feel like, it, you know, um, if you're genuine, then the reception will be genuine. Mm -hmm. But people that are just looking for a come up, like this is no nothing that people put their all their blood and their sweat and their tears into happens overnight. Absolutely not. So, you know, you start from the basement and you work your way up to the penthouse. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. So knowing that you can't just come on and think that we're just going to go straight to the penthouse. Yeah. And that's, what people, and that's what people think. So, I mean, that was one of the biggest challenges that I've had this year. Nice. Well, looks like you got a good team right now, so that's yes. definitely a good thing. So we're going to the penthouse. To the penthouse. To the All peak. The to the top. Okay. Elevator goes up. Um, do you remember who your first customer was? Oh, man. Who was my first? I feel like um, might have been my parents. But I, can, I don't know if I can count them as customers because as soon as free, I was like, uh, uh, no, selling no. These. <laughs> uh, see, that's what I was talking about. So, Those price points, yeah, mom and so, dad. Yeah, so um, you will pay me as well. Cash out. Uh, my first customers. <laughs> <laughs> all my first customers were were my friends. Um, they definitely held me down, man. Um, mm -hmm. And it got to the point where, like I said, I never really... I thought they were just supporting just because it was me. Right. Oh, this friends, is the man's, yeah. Like, no, like, I genuinely like it. I had friends who were like, I would never wear it if I didn't like it, whether you're my friend or not. Right. And that's when I knew it was real, like, so... 
Um, my, my first customers were, were my friends. I don't really remember exactly which friend purchased first, but all of my, all of my, everybody in my immediate circle, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, all my extended friends as well. So, but you and you have to appreciate people like that because it's like. You know, there's definitely, like you said, those people who try to latch on and it's just like, oh, I'm going to just buy this just because, but you don't fuck with it. Like, no, I need you to fuck with me. You know what I mean? So it's it's great, you know, that you have people like that in your corner and who are willing to support you. So that is, that's amazing. Um, So what, do you remember, well, I mean, with you being, you know, do you, you know, just a jack of all trades and real estate agent an educator what was that have do your students know yeah, yeah, about actually, your brand they do they do they yeah love it. They love it. <laughs> so um, what was that like because i know so, that's definitely a first one it's like oh you because they're like you know little kids it's very impressionable yes, and they're so, definitely looking at you like their teacher like the, oh he's amazing you know what i mean so the first day i came to class with yes this, this big teddy bear on my shirt yes a lot of my kids were like oh my god what is that the teddy bear and i'm mm-hmm. like oh this is this is this is your teacher's brand like this is what he do um so, um, like, they, they were, like, you know, eyes were boggled. They were just, like, so happy to see, like, you know, a, a bear on a shirt. They, you know, <laughs> they, whether it was my bear or the pool uh-huh. bear, they didn't really care. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, like, my kids, a lot of, like, they're really receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they love it. Like, I put my hats on them sometimes. Oh, they're sweet. like, oh, my God, they love, they love putting on my hats. So, Do you think um, you'll ever get into, like, kids? Yeah, apparel? I mean, honestly, like I said, I want to be the biggest brand out. Yeah. So kids, women, plus size. I, I love everyone. This is for everyone. So if you, if you, whatever size you are, whatever, whether you're, if you're a kid and you're very small, from the onesies all the way to the, to the thousands, we, we, we got what you need. So, um, like I said, I want to be. I'm, I'm here for everybody, man. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that I have something that everyone can can wear, and I'll, and everybody, if everyone can identify with it, everybody should be able to wear it because totally. it's a lifestyle, not just a brand. So everybody should be, be be able to be a part of this lifestyle. So, yeah. So what can we? So not only so we have a fall, you have a fall line yes. coming for I am. You also have the back to school drive coming Definitely. for I am. The vending uh, yes. uh, is at the uh, New Jersey Hair Show for I am yes. or I am will be there as well. What else can we expect from I am? Um, well, we'll actually be doing a fashion show this fall. Oh, like, nice! Like a fall winter fashion show. So be on the lookout for that. Um, just any way that we can, like, you know, innovate, and we're going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're potentially looking at a storefront in the next few months. Wow. So, we're just trying to make sure that we're, you know, we're in stores. Um, we're, we're in the works of working that out, um, being in some, some stores in the, you know, the local the DMV area. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, just like I said, just continuing to grow, man, um, and brand. That's what, we, I mean, I want everybody in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, from from here to New York to Florida, Everywhere. Knowing, knowing what that teddy bear is about. Awesome. So, I mean, it's just something, like I said, I'm, I'm really happy and I'm excited about what's coming up in the future, man. And, um, yeah, that's where we are. Sweet. Well, congratulations. I mean, it's, I mean, you haven't even completed your first year and you're already booming. Like, that. so that's amazing. So, definitely <laughs> congratulations you. on that. And Thank I wish you. you much success with definitely. I Am and many interviews to come. Yes. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, Sparks. Yeah. So we're coming up on the last call. Like, where can the people find you? Where can the people purchase? If people are, you know, looking, uh, you're pointing to Whitney. Whitney, what you got for us, baby? Because we, the we need, we need. I am. <laughs> you can follow us at I am K Russo on Instagram, Facebook. 
Snapchat, Twitter, Twitter. We're everywhere. everywhere. All social media platforms. I am K Russo. I am K Russo. Yes. And I'll definitely tag you all so that you listeners can, you know, pull that up and follow. Um, and purchasing, definitely done at yes. the. Oh, wait, real quick, before we end, you said you're at the Wicked Bloom. That's right here in D.C. So, yes. all my D.C. listeners, Wicked tell Bloom, us about it. August 17th. We host a happy hour there once a month where you can also buy apparel, but it's it's more of a laid-back environment where I want people to just come out and get to know me, get to know my team, turn up with us, have fun with us, yes. and get some and cop some of that drip. Yes, yes. It's super fun, so you all definitely make sure to come out um, and to also follow as well. Yes. Uh, so, yes, uh, K. Russo, thank you so much for, thank you. Thank you for uh, us. making this episode of the sparks and pores podcast thank you thank you and your team for coming out um and also thank you for listening make sure you follow sparks and pores that's regular regular spelling don't jazz it up please it's regular sparks and pores everywhere and then also make sure you follow me jaleesa bald that's j-a-l-i-s-a-b-a-b-a-l-d jaleesa bald there we go jack daniels in me woo so, find your spark and pour into it. Once again, thank you, I am, for coming. And make sure to follow them. And also, make sure to continue to look out for us. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey.